0: Welcome in for another episode of Vol Club Confidential. I'm your host Austin Price of Volquest.com. Coming up tonight on the show, we have Dalton Connect. Is there a more interesting man in Tennessee basketball than him? We move from Jackson Ross, the most interesting man in Tennessee football, to Dalton Connect, the hot commodity in Tennessee basketball. We'll have him join us later, but, but first, let's get to the Vol Club's Brandon Spurlock. And Brandon, uh, it's a busy time of year for all NIL, uh, you know, representation collectives. You name it. Uh, you know, the portal is hopping, and uh, it's it's a constant uh, daily chatter and a lot of buzz around here.
1: Yeah, I think it's a lot going on. You know, it's current roster. It's the portal. It's, um, you know, you've got signing day coming up on December 20th, so all that happening at one time. And I think as we look ahead to next year – you know, going back to the start of NIL, you know the the ability of uh, of our of our group and our members to to be able to attract, you know, is a part of the attraction. They know what you know players are talking to current players. They know what NIL can look like at a place like Tennessee. So, you know, big thank you to our members for giving us a shot.
0: I think one on. of the, the the coolest things is you, you, the more I talk to people around college football is and you hear from you know these horror stories of players that <clears throat> don't get don't get what they're promised, didn't get paid uh, what they were told they were going to get paid. Um, you guys have never missed a payment, you know, um, to any of your uh, clients, which I think is a huge deal because that's not the case all around uh, college football.
1: Yeah, it's 130 guys, you know, just across just across football, baseball, basketball, you know, um, the, the top three uh, male sports at Tennessee um, in terms of revenue generation and things like that. So, and I think we talk about it a lot, you know, when when NIL started, July one, two thousand twenty one. You know, I don't know that there's many other collectives that have been there since day one as the same entity, and we haven't, you know, had to reinvent ourselves or start over or, you know, have a new group come in. So we, uh, you know, take pride in that and want to keep that going. And that's a, again, you know, thanks to our fans and our members that have made that possible.
0: Yeah, the only thing that's changed is, uh, you know, James Clawson's hair color uh, and his, uh, you know, his blood pressure. Um, you could say the same thing about Hunter, but he dyes his hair. So. Hey, we're
1: all losing a little sleep, but it's for a good cause, and we all want the same thing, and that's to be uh, in this at the top of this playoff next year. So, yeah, yeah. See you there.
0: See <laughs> see you there, good yeah. Lord. Brandon Spurlock, we appreciate the time, man. We, uh, we'll look forward to seeing you out there at the next big uh, – you know, Vol Club uh, Tailgate, which will be at uh, the Citrus Bowl in Orlando, Orlando, Florida.
1: We'll be there. Yeah. What is it? First time since 2001? 2000, it's 2001 season,
0: 2002 uh, game. But yeah. yes, uh, you know, 21 years since Tennessee has been uh, in Orlando for a bowl game. And they'll do that coming up on January 1st. That's at 1 o'clock against Iowa. He's Brandon Spurlock. Now let's turn to our main guest, Dalton Connect. You? You? Dalton, you're uh, in your one and only year here at Tennessee, and having a phenomenal season. What's that been like uh, to kind of step onto the court and just have instant success? Uh, I mean,
2: it's it's a real co- like real cool experience just to go out, play in front of a great fan base, and play with my t- great teammates and my coaching staff. They all, I mean, they all helped me out to good. A, to a good start,
0: you guys have uh, had a couple of losses here early on, but you played a ridiculous schedule, right? I mean, you mm-hmm. go over to, to the Maui Invitational, and you know you're you're playing Purdue, you're playing Kansas. I mean, these are two teams that are ranked one and two. Then you go to North Carolina, and, you know, perennial power. And I mean, how much do you think those games help you for February, March, and potentially early April?
2: Yeah, I mean, this is always big to play the top teams early on because you you could get those battle tests. In early so kind of find what you're made of kind of early and kind of fix what you kind of need to work on and then could ultimately be a better team at the end of the year and i think it's going to really help us no matter what happened in uh hawaii or at north carolina what
0: do you feel like you brought to tennessee basketball
2: um i feel like i brought uh, a lot of people just say scoring but i feel like and overall just giving everything i have on the court every single day i feel like i give that all all out to my teammates to the coaching staff and the fan base of Tennessee. Everybody knows you as
0: the scorer, right? Uh, when did you kind of know you were good at scoring the basketball? Because that's not something that just everyone's good at. I mean, it, it seems like you can kind of you know, get your shot a number of different ways, um, whether it be elevating, driving, um, or, 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 you know, you know, kind of just creating on your own. When did you kind of know? Was it middle school, high school? When did you kind of become the guy that, you know, can just go get his?
2: Um, I would say – Very early on when I started playing, I was always working hard with my dad, practicing the moves, uh, just staying really confident on the court and always just – I don't know. It just always seemed to click for me, and it's a blessing to be able to score the ball because everyone wants to score the ball. But at the same time, there's other places in the game that you got to play as well. So it's just an early thing that happened.
0: Obviously a lot of success at Northern Colorado, early success here. Um, But, like – what memories come back for you when you think about playing as a eight-year-old a 10-year-old like are there like little games where you're like man we played this team and like in this league and you know it was a great game back and forth like you know do you have those kind of moments that you know kind of flash back to when you were a kid kid playing oh, yeah. just playing ball
2: oh yeah I, I don't know why but I always remember my buzzer beater my first ever buzzer beater that I hit was a I was playing up on uh varsity in AU and I hit a game winner over like a 6-7 dude I'm like five four and that's just a crazy game winner that i'll always remember
0: how yeah. old were you and kind of what league were I me mean, like what age were you playing in
2: i was just playing AAU with uh my club team i was uh going into my freshman year of high school and i was playing with like probably like sophomores and juniors and it was just real fun to go out there
0: and, and you're only five four at the time yeah when I mean, did you like,
2: shoot up i shot up my junior year of high school it's a crazy experience i was five four as a freshman sophomore year was about five six, five seven, 5'7 and i was up to six foot six, three as a senior when i graduated and then six six when i played my first year of juco ball so i kind of grew a little, a little bit more
0: so you went to like the anthony davis you know he had that point guard skill set because mm-hmm. he used to play point guard you know mm-hmm. um is that kind of how you feel like at times you know why you're so comfortable out there bringing it up the floor and, and kind of being out there on the perimeter?
2: Yeah, I mean, I was always short of my life. I was always playing, like, point guard, dribbling the ball up and stuff, so I've always felt, like, super confident. And then when I grew, just feel like I was just a bigger point guard the bigger I got. So it's it ultimately helped me out, to be honest.
0: You ever go back home and see somebody you've not seen since, like, freshman or sophomore year, and they're like,
2: whoa, what happened to you? Yeah, it's almost unnoticeable. I mean, I was – I mean – Thinking back to my high school days, I was six three one seventy maybe, and I put on a lot of weight since high school. i probably put on about two fifteen, so forty five pounds. Yeah. So it's crazy. I mean, I go back home. Some people don't recognize me. Some people do. It's just funny to see like their faces sometimes.
0: Now your build is from Fargo, North Dakota, but you were only born there. You quickly mm-hmm. moved, and your family quickly moved to Colorado, but a lot of your family still lives in North Dakota. Tell me about North Dakota. Uh,
2: very cold. I mean, like I, like I always go out there in the summertime, and the you avoid time. it in the winter. I love the winter actually. I like the snow. That's uh, I'm excited to see what ty- type of snow Tennessee gets. I heard it's not too much. I heard it gets icy roads and stuff. So, I don't know. I always like the snow, and I always loved going back there throwing some snowballs at some family members.
0: <laughs> now, we were talking beforehand, and and you know you live about thirty minutes. East of uh, Boulder, you know, so kind of like what I call like the flat part of Colorado um, compared to the mountainous part. You tell me you just, ne- even though you've grown up there your whole life, you've never been a big mountain goer. Like you don't go to the you know, Rocky Mountain National Park, you don't do the Not, snow skiing or any of that stuff.
2: Oh, it's crazy. I mean, I I barely go up to the mountains when I'm back home. I mean, I'm always just hooping or hanging out with my parents or it's pretty much all I do or playing some video games with my friends. I'm just kind of just real relaxed. So I really don't go out to the mountains at all.
0: When you're in high school, when you're in college, um, kind of take me through your, your routine as far as like getting work in. I mean, you're trying to get up X amount of shots every time you, you step on the court. Kind of what's kind of your routine?
2: Yeah, I mean, every day, as of like right now, we'll have like workouts individually with our coaches, and then we'll have weights and then practice, and I'll try to get extra shots up at like night. It depends any time. It could be 9 o'clock at night. It could be at... 12 1 a.m. it really don't matter as long as I could get my shots up just whenever I feel like I'm ready but that's just something I've always had like from my parents is just staying in the gym making sure you just work hard every single day and I mean that's a big reason why I think I shoot it so good and confident is I've always practiced my reps and it ultimately led me to be a pretty good shooter.
0: What's the oddest time you've ever been you know in a shooting session or, or you know just trying to get shots up you know i mean have you ever been looked at, me at your phone and go wow it's you know you know 4 a.m
2: uh it's never been that late but it's been pretty late i'll usually call like especially out here i'll call my coaches my juco coaches from back home it'll be like midnight there so they'll always pick up and uh we'll be on the phone for a long time while i'm done working out while i'm driving home or when i get home i'll call them so i mean yeah, I just – I don't know. I just love being in the gym, and Tennessee's got a great facility for sure. When
0: you got out here, you said you just kind of fell in love with Tennessee, and you knew on your official visit this was, was it. You know, you had – down to kind of Fort Oregon, North Carolina, Kansas, Tennessee. What made – what made that visit – what made you fall in love with Tennessee?
2: Um, I think a big reason was kind of going out to the, the spring game. I mean, I mean, I don't. I never seen a crowd like that. I mean, I never seen kneeling like – I've never seen it ever so seeing what was it like 60,000 fans show up to a just sure. regular spring game was crazy to me like they support and that's just something that I always want to play in as a packed arena every single night and Tennessee doesn't disappoint and uh RC on the coaching staff me and him were real close he always kept it real the co- the whole coaching staff kept it real the whole time while I was getting recruited and I just like the teammates were real cool called me every single day while I was went back home and stuff and Coach Barnes did as well, so I honestly just fell in love with it ever since I came to Rocky Top.
0: I think people, especially fans, they I don't think they understand like the impact that football and Niederland and the atmosphere can have on other sports, whether it's a golf recruit, a basketball recruit, a baseball recruit. It's why all these other Coaches love to, you know, bring their kids in for an official visit uh, on football weekends because it—I mean—it does leave an impact, right? And because mm-hmm. you can kind of envision what it was like at at what it's going be like at Thompson Bowling. Um, the more you've kind of got to play in front of the Tennessee fans, um, what have you enjoyed about that?
2: As to be honest, it's really cool just playing out in front of like what was it? I think the first game was nine thousand, and I thought that was a lot. And they said that like wait till you, see, like, wait, wait till, wait till a conference play. Yeah, like wait till conference player yeah. yeah, like, play the, the first Illinois game. Yeah, like, Illinois game this weekend. It's yeah. going to be, cr- like you'll be shocked about how much, like how loud it really gets. Yeah. You know, I'm just re- ready for that. I mean, I go to the Publix or any type of store. People come up to me and ask like if they want a picture or my autograph and it's, I never had that before so it's really cool just like seeing a little kid smile because they're meeting like one of their favorite athletes, college athletes. So it's really like motivating for me just to keep working hard
0: how different was that for you from the from the attention stuff because I mean like you know I'm not saying that people didn't recognize you in Colorado I'm sure they did but like here I'm sure that's it's a little bit different and then the more success you have the more attention you're gonna you know garner
2: yeah I mean some I can't remember who put it right but someone said we are the not like Knoxville doesn't have a pro team and we are their pro team sure the football team is their pro team like everyone so like you got to hold yourself to a pro standard. And I mean, that's really what I kind of think about is just where they're pro team here. So you got to just represent Tennessee.
0: Best fan interaction thus far has been what? Uh, I assume it's after the season because during football season. I'm sure they're like, Oh, there's their basketball guy. But now all of a sudden it's like, Oh, it's that guy that scores 30 something points a game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I went to the last football game and the crowd was in love with me. So, I mean, I showed love back to them. I mean, it was real cool just to go meet all those people and, probably be my best fan interaction was the first time like a fan came up to me I was with my mom in Target and uh fan, like a mom and a little son came up to me and asked for a picture and it was really cool just uh, not only to see their smiles but also my mom's smile yeah and like she was proud of me so it's it was just really cool
0: now they're not able to come out to every game but they you know we're you know out at the Maui Invitational they're coming in this weekend for for Illinois and then they'll be at most of the SEC games mm-hmm. uh, you kind of get amped up when you know they're going to be there?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, no matter how loud the building is, I'll always hear my daddy. Like, he gets into it, he'll yell at me. So I'll always so hear So you hear
0: him. that, you know that voice. Oh,
2: yeah. it's. I can hear it anywhere. I will know exactly where where it's coming from and who it is. It's, I don't know. It's always been something, I guess, young. Cause it's kind of him just yelling and only just helping me out.
0: So you go down to North Carolina last week. What's going through your mind when you're sitting there with the ankle? Because, I mean, like you know, I'm sure that had to be a little bit of like, uh-oh. I was in pain.
2: I was on the ground. I tried to get up to shoot my free throws at least. And I got up, and my whole leg shot with, like, I, I my whole leg went numb. Like, both legs were just done. Like, I was I, – that was the first time I ever, like, couldn't push through with, like, a pretty good ankle. Sprint. And you are worried. Yeah, I was worried because, I mean, I asked G and Chad when they came out on the court, I said – how was it? And they said, you got it pretty good. Like, it's a pretty good one. So I kind of got a little nervous, but luckily I got just a sprained ankle pretty much and a couple other stuff, but I'm just lucky it wasn't nothing serious.
0: And, and people have been coming up to you on campus and stuff and hitting you up on social media.
2: Oh yeah. People have been, uh, texting me, uh, asking how to donate an ankle. And that's just, I mean, even when I cramped and against Syracuse they was texting me the next day asking hey can I donate my calf to you or something like it's it's awesome like the fun the fan base here is I love them I mean I I tried to text back most of them and stuff like that so it's it's just it's real funny it puts a smile on my face seeing that type of stuff
0: who have you learned most from uh since you've been here not counting Coach Barnes I'm talking about mm-hmm. you know like other players
2: I mean it's tough I mean all the guys that um every single guy has helped me in a Different type of way, so it's kind of hard to say. Josiah Z, Shaq, Santi, Jonas, Tobe, like all those guys, they always help me out every single day. If I have a question, they'll always answer it. Like it's you can't just say one because we all try to help each other no matter what. Like everybody will help everybody no matter what. So it's hard.
0: What is it that uh, you know? Kind of, I know the ultimate goal is to play professionally, play in the NBA. But like, what are you hoping to get done this year? Um, with this team, you know, individually, team wise, kind of what's what, what were some of the goals you set before the season started?
2: Uh, I think definitely all of us were. I mean, Hawaii didn't go how as we wanted. But that was one thing was to go win that, but we learned our like we kind of said it's kind of better just to learn like where where we need to get better at and stay uh humbled and keep working hard. But I think that's going to be better for us because I think. We as a team are going to be ready for SEC play. We're all going to want to win that. And then when March comes, you know, everybody wants to win in March. So that's going to be a big goal for us is both of those, the SEC and playing in March, winning it.
0: Do you like home games or road games more?
2: Man, that's a good question. I like both. I like I like when the crowds at away games start talking to me because that gets me going quite a bit. So I love, like, Carolina. They was – and warm up they was yelling, so that that kind of got me into it. So for sure, but uh, playing in front of the home crowd is also fun. I mean, I don't know; it's hard to choose between those two because both places are gonna be energetic. You know, like wherever I feel like Tennessee plays, they're gonna we're gonna bring a good crowd no matter where we go.
0: So we were talking about uh, warming up um, before we got going, and you 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 kind of struck it, struck me with something like when I go play around the golf, I've always found like if I play well the first hole or have a good range session, I normally don't play that well on the hole, but if vice versa, like if you bogey the first hole, it almost like makes you like kind of more focused. You you said you normally play your best games when you don't shoot it well in warm ups.
2: Yeah. I mean
0: now every vol fan's gonna go, Bring every shot in warm ups.
2: <laughs> I know. I mean it's man, I mean at my old school when I dropped my career high thirty four, I I remember in warmups. I did not shoot good at all like it was bad and same with kind of like Caroline I wasn't shooting very good and I don't know it's just I guess guess it's kind of like superstitious I guess kind of like I feel like if you have a good time shooting the warm-ups I feel like I don't really think about it but like it's just something that I I don't know when I get when I'm shooting bad in warm-ups I'm not like discouraged like oh no like there's gonna be a bad shooting game I just keep staying positive I don't know it's kind of a weird thing to think
0: about What's most, or what's something most people don't know about Dalton Connect? Man,
2: I would say the mountain thing, but I already brought that up. But hmm, I guess it would be uh, I play one on one against my dog back home all the time. Yeah, she uh, my dog Zoe. She uh, whenever I dribble the basketball, she'll try to steal it. Like if I put it between my legs, she'll, or whenever I dribble the basketball, she's just running towards me trying to hit it on my hands or something or if I shoot it she's gonna go chase the rebound and hit it for some reason it's it's just funny like I'll try to cross my dog up and play one on one against her after I'm done working out or something so
0: what's that i guess is it friendship like with the the you know, the dog with zoe yeah I mean and how hard has it been to be away from her
2: yeah i mean i miss I miss my dog every single day my mom sends pictures quite a bit to of my dog so it's kind of something different being so far away from my dog, but um, they they're hopefully uh, gonna try to get my dog out here sometime during Christmas so I could go see it, or maybe I fly back out home. So it's kind of kind of difficult because I'm sure everyone has a dog that is real close to them or a pet that they really love. Gotta
0: get Zoe here for senior day.
2: Oh yeah, got to.
0: I think that's a must.
2: Zoe and Smokey gotta meet. They got to. <laughs> Never know.
0: He's gonna have he's gonna before he leaves he's gonna have Smokey playing one on one with him over <laughs> at Paran. Zoe
2: versus Smokey. Who who the balls got? The Ball Nation, who do they got?
0: <laughs> How old is Zoe?
2: Uh she's six. Six years old. So
0: Sisters or brothers?
2: No, nope, only child.
0: Only child. Yep. I bet it is hard for mom and dad to be <laughs> this far away.
2: I guess so. I, they miss me quite a bit. I'll call them every once in a while. I'm kinda of bad at calling people back, so I try my best to make sure I tell my talk to my parents every single day because I I know they miss me and I miss them as well.
0: Who do you try to model your game after?
2: To be honest, I think Kevin Durant. Like I base my game off of him every single day. Any move, I watch all of his YouTube highlights. I watch everything, podcast. I love KD. I mean, he recently followed me after the Hawaii trip, and man, that was that was something really cool. Like
0: we reached out to him.
2: Not yet. I want to. I'm I'm going too soon. Hopefully, I could get in the lab with him, go work out with him, or. Maybe a one-on-one or something. I know that
0: you, you said that, you know, Coach Barnes, you know, you, you instantly wanted to play for him because you knew he would push you. Like, you know, I mean, he's not easy on mm-hmm. somebody he sees a lot in. Um, What's that been like? Because I know he coaches you hard.
2: Yeah, he I mean, he pushes me every single day. He's not just me, everybody, every single day. He's not just on one person. He's on everybody. So, I mean, he's just a Hall of Fame coach that knows what's best for his players and that's to push them every single day to be better so i mean i love coach even when he gets on me it's i know it's all out of love
0: how hard is that at times though you know what i mean like know.
2: yeah you, i mean does good. he know
0: does he just know how to like push the certain button to kind of get you just kind of pissed
2: oh uh, i think he's starting to find it i mean last couple of days before we went out to carolina he's been real pushy so I know it's just to get us all ready as a team. Like he was pushing everybody's buttons, so like he was making us all run everything just to get us. I think he's just more getting us amped up for the games, like the big games or just any type of game. He's gonna get us ready no matter what the circumstances. If
0: you could plan the family vacation, where would it be? Mm. What does Dalton Connect enjoy besides basketball? Besides we obviously basketball. know. We obviously know you're taking a ball wherever you go.
2: Yeah. I would say my dream vacation would be probably like the Bahamas or something. I've never been to, like, a real beach just to go out, just to go see the beach. Did you ever go to the beach at all in Hawaii? Oh, I did, but that's like a basketball thing, you know? Like, I try to go surfing and stuff, but also I had a game. Didn't want to get too sunburnt. You know, didn't want to cut my foot in the ocean or something. Like, you know what I mean? So I had to limit myself. I didn't go out there just to see the beach. Had to take care of business, basketball. So the
0: Bahamas? Yeah. You like that you so you're we've already established you're not I mean you're little <laughs> near the mountains you're not a mountain guy so you're more of a you're more of a beach guy.
2: I'm not sure. I mean I I like the snow. I actually love the snow. I mean, when I go back home to North Dakota and Minnesota, it's all full of snow and I, I mean I love it. I like the I probably like the snow better than the heat. I hate being hot. Yeah. I'd rather be pretty cold like AC on all the time.
0: So if you're an NBA team out there, <laughs> North of Kentucky, make sure you draft him. me. Loves the cold weather, sir. Sure. Chicago, you go across the border into Toronto. Could
2: be, I'd be blessed wherever. Timberwolves,
0: I, go I know, I know. <laughs> was, you know, I know. Did you grow up? Did you grow up a particular fan of any particular team? Were you a Nuggets guy growing up?
2: Yeah, it was. I mean, I mean, it's rough watching the Nuggets back in the day. Not now. I mean, not now. I mean, I remember I was sitting on the couch here watching them win the titles. Me and my uh, friend that moved out here with me. We was watching, we was pumped up, watching the Nuggets finally win. I mean, we always have good teams, and then we just get bounced out early or something happens. Something crazy always happens with us.
0: You're only a basketball guy. You like other sports?
2: Yeah, I like other sports. I like football. I like – I really like UFC. Me and uh, my friend and uh, one of the managers, Blake, me and him always watch the UFC fights. Every single single time it's on, we'll go watch it. Who's the GOAT UFC fighter? The GOAT? John Jones. So, I mean – he does everything crazy. Well, was well, was really look, looking forward to watching him fight till he got injured. So I'm gonna go Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, he's a, he's a beast. I mean, I remember I remember watching his last fight when I was a little kid with my dad.
0: Maybe that needs to be a new question. You know, I always ask Jordan or LeBron.
2: Jordan or LeBron?
0: KD. No, we've actually had a We have KDS. We have Kobe's. KD.
2: Between LeBron and Jordan, I'd say Jordan just because my dad. Always yeah. show me videos. And yeah, jo- I mean, you can't you're such real- a basketball
0: junkie. You under, yeah, you- like the people that say LeBron are the people that are prisoners of this generation only. Yeah, you know, like
2: you kind of have to see both sides. So. Yeah, LeBron's fantastic. Yeah, they're both great players. so It's hard to tell
0: different different mentalities, though. Exactly. You know, LeBron's a little bit more of a giver. He passes more. Mm-hmm. Jordan is more cutthroat. The reason he was six zero in the finals.
2: Oh yeah, six and zero. You can't argue that. You can't. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Six and zero. I mean, took a couple years off and still. He might want another three yeah, exactly. It's and it,
0: it. and the, I think the most mind-boggling stat was when he was forty years old playing for the Wizards. Mm-hmm. I wish he hadn't come back with them. I feel but, like some people take that, but he played all eighty-two games. Like, nobody mm-hmm. plays. I mean, guys don't, now play sixty. Like they always like, oh, it's a maintenance day.
2: Yeah. I mean, Could
0: you, do you like that that notion of maintenance? You seem like such a basketball guy and competitive. I don't know if you have it in you to just go, yeah, I'm just gonna take the day off.
2: I mean, I wouldn't want to take the day off. I mean, I love playing basketball every single day. I mean, that's something that I've always loved as a kid, and I've always was in the gym every single day. So I don't think I would say I have to sit out a game because I'm tired or something. I'd go out there, no matter what, and just go hoop. Just who I am.
0: Theme park guy or no? Big what? Big theme park guy? Theme
2: park? Yeah, I like roller coasters. I mean, we got a couple of them in uh, Colorado that I'd always go to. They're a a lot of fun. I mean, I had a crazy experience when I was little. You know, kind of like I said, I was super tiny, couldn't fit on some of the rides. I almost fell out of one. (laughs) My dad had to hold me in. It was like the ones that dropped straight down. Yeah. So I didn't like those ones, but I like roller coasters in general. They're fun.
0: Best part of being from Colorado is what? I
2: would say the food. food's good out there in Colorado, surprisingly. A lot of people don't know that.
0: Favorite food here is where?
2: Ooh, I mean, ever since I've been here, every place that I ate, I feel like is a new good spot. But I always go to Chicken Sack. Chicken Sack is probably my favorite wing spot here. I love wings, and their wings are always elite. So that's your go-to food. If
0: if, if you're going to get food, that's your go-to is wings.
2: Wings or some type of, or I'll find like a steakhouse or something.
0: Got to. What kind of flavor on the wings?
2: Uh I've been I've been really liking Honey Hot from there. This is probably my favorite by far since I've been here.
0: Honey hot. Hmm.
2: Gotta try it. Go to chicken sack. Get honey hot.
0: Sounds like an I. L deal. Chicken Maybe. sack. January, chicken February, s- March. Cash in. You know, every twenty five point game, you know, you get to go get a discount on wings.
2: Hey, we could. I like that. <laughs> I'd definitely be over there after the game.
0: You're you're going over there regardless. Yeah. So you so you brought a friend out here. hmm Kinda of take me through that. Because, I mean, most kids just come out and they're on their own, but you've got you've got an instant friend, not counting the, the basketball family you've created.
2: Yeah, I mean uh he, me and uh, my friend Joe, we uh played at AAU together and we've always been super close and uh I mean when I hit the portal, he texted me. He was like, yo, I want to get out of Colorado, too. And he was like, would you mind like, if I went with you? I said, yeah, let's go. I mean, why wouldn't you want to live with like one of your friends? Don't want to be all alone, you know? So I told him, like, yeah, let's go. And then he fully supported like my decision and stuff. And, he, I mean, he loves it out here, too. We both love it out here in Tennessee.
0: Who's your best friend on the team? Who Who have you gravitated towards? Who have you connected with?
2: Uh, there's a lot. of. I don't know. I can't choose one. I, mean, I like hanging out with almost all of them. You can't just decide on one, but I mean, we have a pretty big uh, group chat of playing video games, and we'll all get on and stuff, so it's kind of hard to tell just one person.
0: You yeah. said earlier that you kind of like get driven by the trash talk from opposing fans. Are you a trash talker back?
2: I don't say the first word, but I definitely... You say
0: the last word.
2: I definitely will say the last word for sure. I'll get If they start talking, I'll get going, and...
0: Like are you one that like you stay quiet, you stay quiet, and then once you know your team's gonna win the game and you have done your deal, then you turn around and talk No,
2: I'm not one of those guys i'm I'm not gonna talk crazy until they start talking wild when they start talking crazy, I'll start going crazy and then first, I gotta let my game back it up though first. can't just go out and start talking crazy and then not
0: back it up as we wrap up, what's been the best thing you found about Tennessee? The the you know since you've been here, um, to validate your decision.
2: Um, I would say like you mean like the best thing that I've learned from here.
0: Yeah, I mean what you've learned, uh, people you found, whatever. I'd say
2: just like kind of like the culture and history here. I mean, so I mean every single sport wins here, so I'd have to say this university just goes off of winning every single year. So that's something that I. I mean, being a West Coast guy, I really didn't really pay attention to the East Coast stuff, so being a part of a great university like this is just a blessing to be part of just such a winning uh, university.
0: Well, man, we appreciate the time, and uh, I know Tennessee fans will be excited to watch you get out there on uh, Saturday against Illinois and uh, the rest of the way.
2: Yes, sir. Glad to be here.